All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Uh, listeners, I will. Uh, I just did it off air, but I will thank Jake for a delay. Just had a small crisis in the household. My daughter uh, somehow pinched a marker on her lip and uh, got it caught there. It looked like a dangling cigarette. It was very weird, so... Not the dude. Markers need to come with more warnings. I've been I've been saying that for years. You know, <laughs> fucking happens to me all the time. I need to sue Crayola. I think is what's going to happen. There was yep. no warning that says do not uh, try to put lid on marker while your lip is in the way. And uh, I think that's what happened. And I think I should sue Crayola. You know, it's all of, with frivolous lawsuits. It's all about start ridiculously high. Like, there may not be any medical damages, but punitive damages here. $32 million. However, we'll settle out of court for like 10 grand. Exactly. And, you know, when you're living like you and I, 10 grand, it's, it's like a million dollars. It would be a nice little bump. Right, yeah. Anything exciting in your world, or do you want to just jump in? I only sent you two news stories. Because I, I hoped that we could, um, I don't know, delve deep into these stories. I don't, I just, I think that we could sort of really talk about these two. But before we jump in, is there anything uh, going on in your world? Anything exciting to share, report? Oh, dude, I don't know if they've been doing this in Iowa much, but like people in New York have been lighting fireworks off like fucking crazy. I mean, like every night, like big ones too. I, there's some kind of, uh, I, I don't know Silk Road of illegal fireworks that w- that people have, are apparently purchasing out of state in bulk and then bringing them in. Um, it's been kind of annoying before last night because everybody was lighting them off last night, and there was a guy like three houses down from us. We're sitting in the backyard. He's launching like straight up the the, the shit you see when you go to the fireworks, like right out of his backyard. And we were just a few, and and the yards here are small, you know. So we're just up like, you know, maybe 50 feet from these things as they're going off over the fence. And uh, they were going off right above us, like to where ashes falling on us from the fucking, uh, the, the exploding fire. It was pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely pro illegal fireworks. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, several things. One, I should have said this up front, listeners, it's July 5th. So uh, you will hear this on July 6th. We are one day after July 4th. Uh, two, yes and yes. Um, fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Oh, no shit. Yes. When did that happen? Well, that's the thing. Is Last night, this neighborhood sounded like a war zone. It was insane. Everything you oh, yeah, just described. Oh, yeah, it was nonstop. Yeah, it was yeah nonstop. fucking nonstop. It, it, they looked like professional fireworks, and my neighbor had some. Like, my neighbor right in my backyard, and we were all watching his... And these were launching into the sky and blown up, and someone down the road had those sonic booms. Dude, I'm wondering how much people are paying for those, because I've been to fireworks stores just kind of on the side of the road, and I, you know, yeah, you can get cheap sparklers and bottle rockets and shit, but, like, the big ones, I remember being shocked at what people pay for those, and, I mean, part of it is, yeah, like, I was in the Army and shit, I was in the infantry, so it's like... I got to blow shit up for realsies, so I'm like, I'm not paying several hundred dollars for a fucking child toy version of this. 
Well, I know. But I, so I don't know if people have been buying them in bulk, like Walmart, you know? Like, that's why shit's cheaper at Walmart. It's because they, they, they buy and produce in such bulk. I don't know if, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know if, like, some rednecks figured out a cheap way to go, like, hey, you see that thing at the 4th of July? I can do that with moonshine and fingernail polish. I can make one just like that. Like, I don't know if there's weird home homemade versions, of it, but they, they look fucking legit, man. Well, I know my neighbor... I, I don't know how much he spent, but I know that his grand finale, one firework that was multiple fireworks, you know, so it was just nonstop. Yeah. That was $42 alone. Like one firework was $42. That was only 42 Well, and but he, he had a bunch on top of that. I don't know how much he yeah. had, but the one thing he shot off at the end was a standalone $42 firework. Wow. So, see, that's less than I would have thought because I, I remember going into one of those things in like Missouri or something. And just being shocked at how much those fucking things cost. Well, I think forty-two is pretty pricey for one firework. Like, because if you buy, it, I mean, it is two. That's I'm saying, eighty-three. You're over a right. hundred dollars. Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them well over a hundred bucks, man, for just one of those things. See that? Well, as far as it goes, you asked when it became legal. I I made the comment to my wife. I said, "Holy shit, this is what happens when the first year fireworks are illegal." She said, "Nope, they've been legal for three years, but." I, wow. I hate, and I apologize for what I'm about to do, because it's just such an easy throw, but I honestly think it's the pandemic. I think people are just trapped inside, they're bored. Oh, it's absolutely And weird. they're like, oh, fireworks, it's a chance to get outside and do something, anything. Yeah. And it was like, it, last night was like no other year. Like, like I said, I, I guess fireworks have been legal for three years, but last night was, it was like a professional show in the entire neighborhood. These things were high, just you know three times as high as the houses and 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 big and loud yeah. and fun and i liked him and the neat thing about this i don't know what what new york is like but here in iowa everybody started at around 9 30 and they were done by 10 10 15 there was no like 11 or midnight or 1 a.m it was this is a residential neighborhood they started he was going pretty late here i was pretty drunk so i don't really remember yeah well everybody was pretty kind here they they knew that they're families so they they shot him off early and they finished early and it was great. I have no complaints. Now, I do think there should be legislation that says fireworks can go from July 2nd to July 6th, maybe. But when they start going off in June and they keep going through July 20, when people hoard them, and start, that's, I find annoying. I think it should be based on um, how far into the city are you, you know? In city limits is kind of kind of riskier. I suppose, yeah, that's that's true, too, so... Like if you're out in the country, fucking have fun. Just try not to blow your goddamn fingers and toes off. Yeah, especially if you live like on a farm or something. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, just uh, every day's Fourth of July. Give your give your give your animals a heads up. Hey, Bessie, gonna be shooting us some fireworks. Please don't uh, curdle the milk. <laughs> if if you're allowed to fire high, high caliber rifles out there, I think fireworks are probably good. You know. <laughs> yeah, if you got hay bales that you like to shoot uh, right. an M4 at or <laughs> at an yeah, AK-47. with with. With rounds that will f- go over a mile, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think fireworks, you're you're pretty much fine. Uh, so, good stuff. Um, I I didn't watch. Well, it. I don't think it's just the pandemic. I think it's a combination of. I think it's mostly the pandemic, but in terms of places like this where fireworks are super illegal, I think it's also after after all the police protests. I think quietly the cops are just sort of being like, yeah, we're just not gonna. We're not going to enforce as many of the um, non-violent victimless type crimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the cops want the cell phone video 
of a kid getting the shit kicked out of him because he had some bottle rockets. That you makes know? sense. I think they want to avoid that video. I did. This is not an article I sent you because I just saw it 20 minutes ago. Um, it was it was a town in Washington. I can click and look it up. It doesn't matter. Uh, talk about defund the police and how what bad how bad that sounds to to you know it's, it makes for a horrible bumper sticker and it gets people to vote for Trump. They picked such a shitty name. Yeah. They, they 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 picked a shitty name for that. But they I did just read an article on a town in oh there it is I found it. I think Washington drum roll. Oregon, right next to Washington. 30 years ago, uh, a town in Oregon um, doesn't have the name. I'm not going to go looking it up. But they, they, they created a service. And it wasn't defund the police. It was a private sort of public outreach group. They said, hey, they worked hand in hand with the police, with a mental health expert and a nurse or a nurse's aide and a psychologist. And when a call would go into 911, the operator would make the judgment call, okay, this is nonviolent, let's kick it to these guys, especially with homelessness. And then they would go, and they, the police would not go unless uh, they called for backup, the, the civilian group, right? and deal with it. And they say for 30... Which is a smart way to do it. Yeah, yeah, and they said it's been working so good that it started with just a couple volunteers, and now it's like a four-van mobile unit. And the police love it because it takes a burden. Like really shitty, boring A-team. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, really shitty, boring A-team. And the police love it because they're not fielding useless calls like, hey, there's a homeless guy that's, you know, talking to the sky. And and they say the homeless love it because if a guy shows up with a badge and a gun, they're automatically defensive. Like, oh, shit, I'm going to get beaten and thrown in jail. Yeah. So civilians show up, they're more likely to talk and get taken to a shelter and everything is fine. So as stupid and bad as defund the police is a slogan, the ideas behind it are helpful. They just, it needs to be sold a lot better than it is being sold. Right. That, I mean, if, if I have a really good health care plan, you know, but I, I call the plan Doctors can go fuck themselves. I'm gonna. It doesn't matter how good my plan is. You picked a bad fucking name for that. Yeah. Well, the the two stories I did send you are. Let's see, this one and this one. Let Let's start with the one I sent you about. Uh, um. Uh, what What state is it? I thought it was Colorado. Yeah, it is Colorado. So this happened twice. I didn't. I don't remember the first one. I think was oddly enough in Oregon. Maybe that's just because I read, but I'm pretty sure. But in Colorado, a far-right uh, QAnon candidate beat a five-term incumbent because the incumbent was not crazy enough for the right wing. And so there, there are so many places to go with this in my head. I'm thinking first of AOC taking down a Democratic incumbent because he wasn't liberal enough. I'm also thinking of when the Tea Party started pushing to the right because they thought, they thought Republicans were not right enough. And now the Tea Party isn't right enough because you've got this QAnon. So I'm one, that, that's the basic gist of it. But I'm wondering if this will help or hurt. In a, that's the primary when the right eats itself and says you're not far right enough. I'm going to go even crazier to get the diehards. Do you think this will help or hurt Democrats in the general? And or do you think it will? Well, I guess because it's a 
congressman. I don't know, because because like you, you talked about New York City. When AOC won, she's had challengers, but you say it's like no one's going to beat her. So if, if it was a statewide election, I think it would help in general to have someone crazy running on one side because the, the centrist wins when it comes to small sure. districts. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, that is going to depend on the uh, the it's it's going to depend on just sort of the district and then also I I'm reading her actual quotes about QAnon it's not that fucking bad man like it's it, she's saying I'm familiar with that and so that's more my mom's thing she's a little fringe I try to uh I just try to keep things on track and positive I'm very familiar with it though Everything I heard of Q, I, I hope, hope that, that this, this is, is real, real. because right. it only means America is getting stronger and better and people are returning to conservative values and that's what I'm for. It seemed like she just brushed the fucking question off and CNN's really just sort of amplifying it and blowing it up. Well, it's like CNN yeah, is doing what they always do. It's clickbait. It's saying she's QAnon, right. but she exactly. didn't denounce it. She didn't say QAnon's crazy. She did say... I think QAnon is motivating and encouraging and bringing people together stronger. And then if this is real, it could be really great for our country. Well, it's not real. It's horse shit. And so she is posturing for them. Right. It, well, it mentioned these other two candidates who said that they, like, hey, I, 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 I'm into the QAnon shit, right? And so I'm like, all right, well then, that's the story. I don't, I don't give a shit about somebody who's just sort of brushing the question off and maybe lightly pandering without, w- without getting behind it. I mean, it's not great. It's not the ideal answer, but it's also it, it's it's sort of a misleading article. I I I, I felt okay because well, once I actually read the quote, I'm like, hey, that was her brushing the question off. Well. Then that article aside, I was correct. It was Oregon. Uh, Joe Ray Perkins won her primary campaign as she actively pushes QAnon. And I clicked on the wrong Right, article. which is something very different. Like her saying this is sort of, I guess, a version on the, the, the left as, as if, if you ask somebody, how do you feel about what's going on with that that group that took over part of Seattle? And they went, I don't really know that much about it, but if they're if if their their goals are to um bring more accountability to police, I think that's a good thing. But I don't know that much about this group. But like if if they said that and then and then people at, at, at Fox went, Oh, she's she made statements endorsing the the people that took over part of Seattle. It's like, eh, not not fucking really, man. Like, she was yeah. she was doing a little bit of pandering to the far left, which, you know, once you get far enough out there, it gets fucking nutty, and you, you probably should distance yourself from it a little better. But it's also, it's not, a, it's, it's, it's not an endorsement of any of that shit. But you are right. It's the media's job to give us clickbait headlines and get us sucked in. Like, right. what, this QAnon politician? How the hell can people vote for her? When you're right, it's it, you read the story and the quotes aren't that bad, but because the, yeah, it, it it's clickbait, and that if it was an honest title, no one would click on an on a, on a thing that said somebody asked this lady about QAnon and she 
brushed the question off in a boring way that didn't really <laughs> say one way or another. It's like, I, I uh, you know. But what do you think of the Tuesday, overall I idea uh, that I sort of tossed out there? Do you think, and I, I said it, it depends on the district. Statewide, hopefully the crazies would lose. But in these areas, do you think that movements will eat themselves? Or do you think, I mean, because we all thought Donald Trump didn't have a chance in hell either. And right. who's president? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's all going to depend, you know, and it's going to come down to how fucking crazy is she going to be in the news? Is she going to be or any of more these coming out and w- dressed like a fucking cowboy? Is she going to be Steve King, but just spouting fucking craziness that's like international or that that's like national news type of fucking crazy quotes? Or is she just going to kind of quietly be like, oh, yeah, I don't know about QAnon. I've heard of it. I mean... If it makes the government less corrupt, I, 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 I'm against corruption. If, if, if she just quietly says shit like that, well, then I don't, I don't think it's going to hurt her as much as if she goes fucking full hog wild. You know what you just reminded me of? This, I did not have this on my brain when I asked you the question, but you just reminded me the way you said how she responds. Like, oh, you know, just sort of brush it off, or I've heard of it, or that's my mom's thing. Um, and it depends on how crazy she is. That sounds exactly like David Duke's campaign when he kept running for office in Louisiana. He would, behind closed doors, full on tell the people that needed to know, oh, yeah, I'm still for you. I'm still white supremacist, white people. Yeah, but then yeah. when he got in public, he did sugarcoat it and try to say the, quote, correct things to give a mass appeal. And exactly, he yeah. was still denounced by Reagan, Bush, uh, and, and and many Republicans. Well, but to be fair, the the shit he's tied to is a lot, a lot more fucking horrible than I think. Uh, Donald Trump is gonna drain the swamp conspiracy, basically. No, no well, this, remember this was also PizzaGate with the pedophile rings. QAnon says that everybody's a pedophile, from Tom Hanks to Obama. They they they're in some crazy shit. David Dukes was absolutely real, though. He was a hardcore Klan member, Nazi rights... Right, but what I'm saying is is, is that's... You gotta take a harder line against the KKK than you do QAnon. That's all I'm saying. Well, because they have actual roles and memberships in our religion. Right, yeah, and they didn't... Um, you know, QAnon conspiracy MAGA people... I've never didn't have a bunch of people fucking hanging from t- yeah. trees fifty years yeah. ago, and yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's like it's not, it's 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 like there's not going to be as much, uh, you know, pressure on anybody on the right to fucking hey, you you need to denounce this shit like clearly and publicly yeah. as there was with a David Duke. Um, but that's what you made me think of was the answering of the the, the poo pooing for the cameras, but being honest right, with right. your supporters. Um, but I agree with you; it depends on what she says in public and or what gets out in private. Another thing you, I just thought of right now is the Romney tape that m- many people say sort of sunk him when he said uh, on that recording he, he thought it was private. Forty seven percent of Americans just want the government to take care of him, get a handout. Right. And once that recording leaked, it it didn't tank him, but it didn't help. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy the the level of stuff you had to do back then or you, you, you know like the level of stuff that could really 
fucking sync you with your side and moderates back then compared to like the shit Trump's like if Trump said that sounds like something Trump would say at a rally like right <laughs> yeah fuck it well, this, I mean, I'm, put the, I'm putting this on a bumper sticker you, I don't give a shit uh, you, you were young but you have to remember that uh, Dan Quayle spelling potato wrong was a sign oh, that he yeah. was unfit to be vice president I mean people lost their shit over the fact that he added an E to the end of potato and this is how far we've come <laughs> You know, not only can a president be dumb, he doesn't have to have any experience in politics whatsoever. Yeah. We've come a long way since making fun of Quayle. Um, something I didn't send you, but on the same topic of uh, poo-pooing questions, like the woman, oh, that's my mom's thing, the, this QAnon. Did you see the CNN? No. Was it CNN? Uh, did you see the interview with uh, your former state uh, Iowa Senator Joni Ernst? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I was right. It was CNN. Uh Journalist Dana Bash uh, had Joni Ernst on for an interview, and she said, uh, Senator Ernst, when Obama was president, um, two people died because of Ebola, and you said that his presidency was a failure and he should resign, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Right, right. She basically called Obama a failed president because two people died. That was the quote. Sure. And she said, how do you think Trump is doing with 130,000 dead, or you know, almost 128 <laughs> to... Um, and Joni Ernst went on, I would say, a good one minute. Well, you know, I think uh, right now it's a personal responsibility thing. We have to wear masks. We have to social distance. And then when she was done talking, Dana Bash no said... No fucking answer. Well, I know, but then she repeated the question. She said, okay, but you said Obama died. <laughs> and then Joni Ernst said, no, I think Trump is, uh, you know, doing not a great job. But she said, I think... Donald Trump is uh, moving forward. He's he's tackling the problem. He's got uh, Pence on it. It, it. The it was just funny to watch her give an entirely non-answer. She's given a yes/no question. You said Obama's a failure for two people. What do you think of Trump at one hundred and thirty thousand? And she just completely went sideways with it. But it was great to see uh, the journalist Dana Bash right back at it with the same question yeah good that's dude that's what they got to do with all these fucking trump maniacs like just hammer them with hey where was them fucking test that I, that should be every goddamn question well, you not, know not don't test they should whenever they i'll go back to 2008 um i kind of liked bill richardson um governor of new mexico uh, when they had remember i think we've talked about this at the beginning of the primaries, when there are eight, ten candidates, there are too many, and you don't know who you're, it was. It was Hillary and Obama and Richardson and several others. I think that's when yeah. the general—I uh, can't think of his name—was running. There was a military, ge- but uh, they asked several. You know, it was a debate, and they asked this question. I think it involved Iran. It doesn't matter. And they went to Hillary, and she said, "Well, blah 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 blah." And they went to Obama, and he said, "Well, blah 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 blah." And they got to Richardson, and he said, "No," and here's why. And I went, "Ooh." That's an answer. I like that. So not just with what you said, the test. Anytime a politician gets asked a direct question and goes sideways for two minutes and at the end sort of smiles like, see, I didn't really answer your question, but I talked for two minutes. I think the follow-up question should be answer the question I just asked you. I think every question should be asked until it is answered. You trailed off and sort of um, connected the question I asked to one of your campaign slogans, like Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind drawing fucking crazy lines <laughs> to, out of nothing. You you somehow connected, well, I think the 1% is to blame. It's like, nah, I was, I was asking you about, about the weather. 
You know, like I, what are you talking about? Yes, I think that uh, that it, 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 I think that's what journalism needs to be is because that, and that's why I brought up the Democratic example with Obama and Hillary because it's not a left-right thing. It is a politician thing. Oh, yeah, very much. Where they're yeah. trained not to answer questions. Like you just said, you just said it. They go into sound bites and platforms so that if right. they are quoted, someone on the left, the quote will be, oh, the 1%, and someone on the right will It'll say... It'll be well, their, their campaign slogan. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into the second news story I sent you. I have it here in front of me. This... It, it sort of faded on Friday when Trump gave his speech at uh, Mount Rushmore because they call it a divisive speech because he was uh, talking about uh, cancel culture. But I think it'll come around again. It's what we talked about a little bit last week, um, the Russian bounties on American soldiers. This story got really big during the week. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Jake. I was a little surprised that not a single person took our stance on it. You and I were lock in step. When I brought the story up, you said something, and I said, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think this is a lot of posturing. I think everybody has to say it's horrible because it is horrible, but I am stunned that nobody said, but it's war, and it's kind of be ex to be expected, and we've done it a lot in the past, and that's what... You do right in espionage. And more importantly, uh, you know what? You know what I find worse than Russia paying Taliban guys who were over there fighting anyway. Um, us being in war with no end state for twenty fucking years. Yeah, exactly. like that. That to me is like if that. That's the real fucking problem. You know, not that, not that. Oh, maybe Russia was in. Maybe Russia gave a, a guy a few denarii's. Are uh, you know? Oh, we're not letting trans people join the endless war. Hey, I I I agree with you on both of those things. Bad that the Russians are doing it. You should be inclusive for trans people. That being said, let's talk about the endless war now that now now, now that we're kind of in the room. Now that we're kind of in the in the proximity of of you know. Hey, there's an endless war happening, and we don't know why the fuck we're still there. Um, the one update that I did send you, the reason I wanted to bring it up again is not to rehash what we'd already talked about, because you and I absolutely agree on the same exact thing, is the fact that uh, they're saying that Trump was briefed on this development in 2019. And the problem is, is that it was in one of his daily briefings, which Trump does not read. Now, it's funny because, not funny, but it, that's been a running joke for the last three years. Oh, he doesn't read his briefings. You know, you have to put his name on it or, you know, do a little dance to get his attention because he's got ADHD. Or that used to worry me, but now I'm like, eh, after this whole COVID thing, the less he's involved in government, the better. That's a good Take point. a day off. <laughs> but I just, I Take a three-day weekend every week. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good point. See, where I was going with it is, is that it was cute and funny that he was the I don't read president until this happens. And and now, it it exposes like you said the COVID exposes his incompetence because he's a great figurehead that can give rallies, but yeah. when the shit hits the fan, do you know how much happier I would have been if uh, on the, the the day that the World Health Organization was trying to get a hold of him about COVID, 
if one of his cabinet members or staffers or somebody just kind of came in and was like, hey, listen, go <laughs> golfing. Um, there's this, eh, this plague is coming, some kind of weird bad AIDS, you know, uh, fucking Ebola of the 2020s. I'm laughing but because I worry. know where you're going already, and I love it. I got his test. Have a, have a nice day at the course, yes. sir. I got his test. You don't need to worry about it. Go back to getting blown by an Eastern European supermodel that you've paid to come over here while Melania's out of town. I have a nice breakfast. I sleep in, you know? So how should... So, okay, I love that. I love that very much. What should... Was was the military then, in this case, waiting for top-down orders when they receive the information of the bounties? Do they... Because you are former military, and I am not, so I do not know this. Can the generals, what do they draw up a plan and present it to the president, or the, do they wait from, for orders from top down? Because just because well, Trump I was didn't in, know this happened, people knew this I, was going yeah. on. Do you think they were formulating responses? Because that's what they did. I, I when think they, so. Because when they blew up that, the, that Iranian, yeah. uh, the, the guy in Iraq, uh, Soleiman, well, I can't think of it. They, they drew, they, you know, they set down here are options one through eight, and Trump went, blow him up kill him take him out so right that's kind of the way it goes okay so do you think that's what they were doing is drawing up options for him and they just i think so but i have it? no idea because honestly i was an e5 sergeant when i got out yeah <laughs> uh, i wasn't really in the room with obama or bush going hey man as an e5 li- listen general i got an idea like no i was um i was pulling security in a shitty part of the world being hot and uncomfortable but i just meant for the insight and the way you just said you were an e5 sergeant when you got out I can't remember who it was, but I worked... There, there are a lot of comedians that are former military, and I worked with one that... Uh, uh, what are the private ranks? What are the, the levels of private? Oh, you got... Uh, at least in the Army, anyway. It's, he was Army. Uh, you, you, got, you got E1 private, E2 private. Okay, it was E3, probably which E1 is private then. first class. I think one you of got, his... You got private first class. I think I, one I of think his uh, one. comments yeah. was, uh, I joined the Army, E1 private... I finished the Army E1 private. I was not a good member of the military. Uh, You have to get demoted. He did. Yeah. He had this great bit about how he would, like, get bumped up a level, fuck up, get dropped down a level. Yeah. You almost got to be trying to fucking get out of this E1. (laughs) You you really do. Not finish basic training. I figured that was the only fucking way, man. Well, you know, it's uh, positive promotions, but... uh, all right. Well, do you think we've solved any problems? Um, I'll tell you this: uh, we can do a little coronavirus talk here at the end. I uh, I'm a little tired and burned out. We went to the beach yesterday and today, and the funny thing is, is beaches are on a list of things not to do. But the problem with these sweeping uh, rules and legislation of what you shouldn't do is, I live in Iowa, not Florida. And the beach I went to yesterday and today, like we full said, my wife and I said, if we pull up and it's packed, we're leaving. We're not going to. Where where are you right now? I, Iowa City. You know, it's the, they've got this man-made lake. You know? Oh, the reservoir. Yeah, yeah. Okay, listeners, here's, if you're not in Iowa right now, here's what we would call the beach. Now, most people consider the beach where the ocean meets the land. That's that's <laughs> typically, you know, when you say beach, that's when people are thinking waves, people are thinking dolphins. I should have said the lake. Pacific. I should have said um, the reservoir. There is something in Iowa, um, it, it, kind of like how a, a prisoner will sometimes turn a, a tube sock 
with some saran wrap into, into something he calls a vagina. Uh, Iowans are so starved of beach, they have dumped a bunch of sand uh, 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 next to about a quarter mile of dirty fucking pond water. This is true. And they let their, and it's, it's oily. It's gross, dude. I was there uh, right before I moved to New York. I went there with a couple friends of mine, and I was like, oh, this will be fun. I haven't been here since I was a kid. It's, like, oily. There's weird bugs in it. I'm like, dude, my parents let me swim in this as a kid. Holy fucking shit. It was gross. Right. We put our kids in it to build up their immune system so they won't catch COVID. (laughs) Just like that old uh, George Carlin bit. You know what I mean? Tempered in human shit. That's why the fuck that's that's why Iowa was strong with this COVID shit. Yeah, you know, like, like COVID has nothing on the diseases that we just have is in us that have been built up from that fucking pond water that we call the beach. As soon as as soon as the the, the, the COVID little virus bugs get in there, yeah, there's like other like bigger, tougher viruses that kick the shit out of COVID, and they got like like prison swastikas on their arm and shit. They just they they beat him like a goddamn prison gang. Well, it's just funny because absolutely everything you say is true. Everything you say is true, and that's that's why it's funny. So I we didn't go to the beach. We went to the pond, the lake, the, <laughs> the reservoir, pond. Or whatever. The sandy pond. Yes, the <laughs> you sandy went to pond. sandy pond. And like, there's nobody there. I mean, it it there there were there were people there, but when I say nobody, I mean. We're, we're talking a good 10, 12, 15, 20 feet between people. We are talking absolute social distancing. And I looked at another one on there that said, do not go to a public pool. And I'm like, you can't just say that because my rec center reopened its pool for swimming laps. And I've been three times. The thing is, there are only six people allowed in the pool at a time, each one in one lane. And yeah, it's fuck like, all that. So they just say, you can't go to a pool. Okay, you can't go to a public pool with people shoulder to shoulder standing in the pool. But if a if a if a lap pool opens and there are six people in this space designed for what could hold fifty, yeah, that's fairly safe. I just think it's interesting that they're putting out these. To me, an indoor pool seems less safe than a fucking beach, you know, yeah, or well, sandy pond. I would say it is too. Except this is uh, it's summer and they keep the doors open and you have to wear a mask until you get to your lane. And as I said, right. talk yeah. about social distance. I mean, there's definitely safer ways to do it yeah. than, you know, just let, but, but still, I, I, you know, you're swimming around in the same water and shit. I know there's chlorine in it, but no one knows what the fuck's going on with this virus. For all we know, the chlorine fucking morphs it and makes it, it's like cocaine for that fucking virus. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like shooting chlorine with fucking nipple clamps on. And it's just, it, it's just all jacked now. That is a good point. Um, so I guess my problem is is I think it's the dummies that ruin it for everybody because they open a bar in Texas and then it's just shoulder to shoulder people. I mean you've you've seen the videos I'm assuming of people just packed into these places. Dude, it's oh my neighborhood, man. Um, and I know this from talking to like the other people I work with that live in different neighborhoods and stuff. Most of them, like in Manhattan and like even other parts of Queens, have been masked up and they still are. Mine, even back in like March at the beginning when this really, when we were going through the roughest patches, my neighborhood, about 80% at best on the masks. You know what I mean? Like they just, and now, dude, uh, Steinway Street and 30th Ave, the the, the bigger ones around me uh, that I'm closest to, 
any night of the week, man, these restaurants have tables outside right fucking next to each other. There's people standing near them, shoulder to shoulder. Not a single mask on any of them, dude. That's, I think it's, and people try to fucking like make it, oh, it's just, uh, it's just red states and it's Trump supporters doing it. It's like, no, 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 no. They, those, that's what the news likes to do on the left because they're like, hey, we're going to blame everything on Trump, which rightfully so with a lot of this fucking virus. But in terms of people being like unsafe with that shit, I think it's just an American thing, dude. I mean, yeah. it's definitely fucking worse if you're following that guy because he's out there on TV walking around without a mask talking about it being bullshit, basically. So, uh, you know, you're probably more prone to, but out here, very fucking diverse neighborhood. Um, the one thing that everybody out here has in common, not a single fucking Trump supporter among them. And they're still doing the same thing that they were in that bar in Texas. Well, that's, that's weird to hear because uh, Kim Reynolds has been a complete fuck up. She never really shut every, she didn't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dude, they're blowing 100 COVID soaked hookah smoke in each other's face every night on these fucking streets. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, here you can go into restaurants, you know, no restrictions as far as I know. Wow. I don't, we don't do it. Um, the, the, the things I'll tell you I do, like I said, I will go to a unpopulated beach. I will swim in a pool with four other or five other people. Yeah, but, that seems way less but dangerous than described, the restaurant shit. That's insane. We, we don't do yeah. any of that here. I still wear my mask if I go into a Target in a grocery store. I'm always wearing it in indoor places like that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. The one argument that I've, and, and as I said, it's July 5th, the argument that I've been finding... Uh, online is people have been posting a lot of, oh, they keep saying the cases are going up, but the death rate's dropping. I'm like, yeah, but let's see where that death rate is in two weeks because the cases are spiking right now. So let's see if the death rate catches up to it. I, I think it's just right. disingenuous to say, oh, sure, 50,000 people were diagnosed yesterday, but the death rate dropped. Well, they didn't drop that overnight. This doesn't kill you in an instant. This is going to take a couple weeks to see how it plays out. Well, right. And like, okay, so maybe, maybe, yeah, most of the people aren't literally dying from it. But if you talk to somebody, like I I have friends of mine fucking had it. And, um, you know, the symptoms do vary, you know, in terms of their strongest. But what, what a lot of them have said is like, oh, this, it was fucking bad. Like, it's the worst goddamn illness I've ever had. You know the saying, whatever... Uh, doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Not true with viruses. Uh, sometimes you just get really fucking sick and two weeks really suck. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, kids, visit jakevevra.com, visit nathantimmel.com. I'm writing blogs. I don't know what you're doing, Jake. Uh, you're not going to visit those sites and get updates on shows because we have no shows. Dude, I just lost a show in September. That's how far out this is Damn. being pushed. They said they were told to cancel everything in September and October. Dude, they're saying we're not going back into work till September, man. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking doing the show out of my uh out of my out of my stupid basement. Well, shit is real. So jakevever.com, nathantimmel.com, say nice things about us, spread the word, and thanks for tuning in. All right. Later.